Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, it's Jack from Cultaholic.com, joined by Sam and Ross. And is anyone else a bit cold in here? Because there's a draft about. Oh, <laughs> I think it's welcome because it's quite stuffy. Hey, because not only <laughs> any any you want to chip on the joke as well, Sam? No, I'm alright. You're alright. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't become a draft excluder, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. As you may have guessed from that stunning intro. Um, and it wasn't even scripted, you could never tell. It is the upcoming WWE Draft. It'll take place on SmackDown this week, and then on the following Raw as well. I assume there's going to be picks for both shows alternate. Like, both shows are going to feature on either edition of the Draft. They seem to be really hyped Otherwise, Fox versus it's not USA, about, not so about I think Raw it's going to be... Anymore. Oh? I think, yeah, they'll do it across both. I just watched the advert there, and they said, Network Warfare, or something along those lines. <sighs> Because we're all invested in Fox versus <laughs> US. Forget about Raw versus SmackDown. That's the Branix thing we want to see. Um, so this is, of course, a nine pitches video. And remember the golden rule. It's not what we think will happen. It's, it's what, what we, we want, want to happen. happen. Yay. Yay. You didn't join him, Ross. It's not what we think will happen. It's what we want to happen. What does everybody want? Drafts. Pitches. <laughs> pitches. Uh-huh. As well. Uh, let's start off with Sam. I'm going to go uh, for a nice, short, easy one to begin with, uh, and it's a shock pick. Uh, so <laughs> SmackDown starts, and then pretty early or pretty quickly in the show, John Morrison returns. Oh! Um, and so a courtship between both brands, because I'm assuming there's going to be representatives from Raw on SmackDown and vice versa. There's sort of a weird courtship going on where they're trying to uh, lure him over to their brand and, and sort of get in his good books. Um, and yeah, it's going to just go backward and forward. He'll appear on both shows, you know, get some good backstage stuff, maybe a Miz TV appearance and possibly a little 24-7 title win. return of the dead sheet. Is that what it was called? Oh, they're... That, was that both of them? Miz and Morrison. Yeah. The Dirt yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't call it that these days. You'd have to call it the... The WordPress blog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The YouTube series. <laughs> Where would you imagine if they just call it like the the wrestler of the week or something. Um, where on where would he end up eventually? Sorry? Wherever the Miz ends up. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. And how are you luring him? Are you going to pull a Chris Eubanks? <laughs> would you like a sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite videos that. It's a delight, a stupendous confectionery. I think we're going to get uh, people promising him title shots. We're going to get people promising him that, you know, it's the bigger show, it's the better network, really hammer home both networks. And the we're just going to mainly see him have fun backstage while, you know, we get some boring... Uh, 
ish promos of him sort of being lured across. Imagine we've got down like the Fox executive going like we shooting a slower frame rate. <laughs> so we've got the slow motion cameras for your entrance, Johnny. No, that, he that, would love that. That that would I don't understand any of that. Stuff. You need a high frame rate for the slow motion entrance. Die. He would love that because he is a Tech. film enthusiast as well, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He is. Um was that you is that's that you? it, yeah, a nice quick short one. I like it. I think it's good. It's gonna be a yes from me. Um, I've never been like a monumental fan of John Morrison or no, Johnny, Johnny, I, Johnny really. whatever, but I think that um, I think that I always have enjoyed him, and I think that this is a nice way of reintroducing him and making him feel immediately like a big deal once again. So yeah, yeah. it's a yes from me. I'm on board, and they have to give him a brand new second name. Forget about John Morrison. If he goes to Raw on the USA <laughs> Network, Johnny Dynamite. He's right? Johnny USA. <laughs> <laughs> and if he goes, no, he's no. Foxy Johnny on Friday nights. If he goes. Dressed as a real fox. It's as well as like if they make a big deal out of him. Yes, he's older. Uh, he can still go, but like an, he's never been. You know, he's not like a mega, mega, Ooh. mega star like the Rock or anything. He can be at the top of the card though. Ooh. But I think he is a, a name that's sort of big enough where they can make a sort of big deal about him, and it will be exciting. So. I think given his look and his move set, I'm actually surprised he didn't get even higher than he was. Yeah. Not, not higher in that sense. Where hey, <laughs> in fact, was he even? Big on the weed? I don't think I, he I was. don't know. Anyway, um, but I'm surprised he wasn't, you know, challenging and winning. Well, he did challenge for world titles, but I'm surprised he didn't win at least one. Maybe the big gold belt. He never did. Yeah. I um, thought he would be Would have looked glorious with that big furry coat. Yes, yeah. exactly. NXT, I would have liked to have seen him in. I think he's a perfect fit. I know, yeah. <laughs> I would like, yeah. Mm. Give him a second name, a funny one. Johnny Full Sail. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a strong start, Sam. Now, Ross, what's your first pick? My first one is an introduction of a transfer window. So this is down the line. We have the draft. Because superstar shakeups, yeah, they happen after WrestleMania. We've seen it. Matches, how did it used to be done back in the day? Matches will happen and the winner, their brand would get the pick. We've seen it. Yeah, I didn't We've seen all that stuff happen before. We've seen the randomizer on the draft thing. Whoa, who's going? Jim Ross, you're going to SmackDown. Oh, God. (laughs) He didn't even know. No, he didn't know. That's shockingly cool. So to try and introduce something new to wrestling, of WWE at least, I would like once or twice a year, like the football. I like the football. You like the football. Mm. Sam doesn't really like the football. Eh, you know. Eh. I would like to see a transfer window brought in. An actual transfer. Uh, do I want to see... I don't know, I'm just making this up on the spot here. Do I want to see transfer fees introduced into wrestling? <laughs> yes, I do. Fees. I'm thinking more like wow. it'll be really exciting when we have like a 24-hour stream of round the clock. Oh, he's going to this brand. Oh, oh no, it's not happening. Like yeah. 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 We'll be actually be live streaming like Sky Sports. Jim yeah. White. Jim White with his yellow tie. Old transfer <laughs> clause. Oh, what's this? We're just going live to the scene where our reporters are outside... Towers and we'll yeah, just just, yeah. on a green screen. We're going to all be the centre of attention. Like, Jim loves to be the centre of attention, don't you, Jim? I hate Jim. I'm what? just catching Stephanie McMahon giving an interview out of her car window. I want all that. Yeah. I want that to be fantastic. We could, we, we, I, we're bags that, YouTube channels who cover wrestling. We're <laughs> going to be the Sky Sports <laughs> News on transfer deadline day in the WWE. But yeah, let's get transfer fees involved. Let's have contracts. We know how long these contracts are. So, you know, in the build-up to a window, oh my God, Johnny Mundo's... Oh, sorry, Johnny Foxy, Foxy Johnny's <laughs> SmackDown contract's got like a week to run. The transfer window. Oh, he could go on a Bosman. <laughs> what, would, what would the Bosman ruling be called in oh, wrestling? Oh, it would, I've it, got it, no. It'd be the bloody the, the Zodiac rule. Surely the Bosman would, would be bringing in people from AEW just on a free. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Could be like the Rick Rude. The yeah, Rick the Rick Rude. Rude. Yeah. yeah, he's coming on a Rude. <laughs> <laughs> but I transfer window let's have transfer fees let's know how long these not how much money they're earning who cares about that let's know how long these contracts are because it adds a bit of suspense mm. and thrilling stuff to it all no let's it? add how much they're earning I'd love to see that he makes 12 quid <laughs> <laughs> 
Before, Heath Slater. Per match. Before we give our verdict, I'd like to know how long... Well, how many times a year, first of all? One transfer window a year or two? Two, maybe, two. yeah. Well, after WrestleMania and then a, and a Christmas a, a one. Christmas, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, how long would the window last? That's up to anybody. It could yeah, last does, two shows. It could last a month. Does this I guess transfer, it would get boring after a month. Does yeah. this eliminate the need for a future draft, though? This would replace... You have your draft. Yeah, and Whoa! then... Whoa! <laughs> Punch me microphone in excitement. Um, you have your draft now, and then this would replace the draft. But yeah. then sometimes... I guess, you know how they like to hit the reset button. Mm, yeah. That's when a draft would come back. But I don't know how you would determine that. I just like the idea of a transfer window. It's a bit of a, a more formulaic... No, not formulaic. Less formulaic. It's a bit more of an exciting superstar shake-up with more of a structure. Yeah. And more more excitement, potentially. I guess that's the thing it's about. I the superstar shake-up is just random, isn't it? Uh, that's just... Willy-nilly, just, oh, it's, it's after, after WrestleMania, we've got to have a shake-up. Yeah. And they always <laughs> do it before they've ended all the feuds as well. Yeah. Like, then we get matches like that House of Horrors. Which wasn't for the title. But at least then, if you get this like transfer window, and I don't know the if they'll have authority figures or whatever, the Fox executive goes, "I want that man." That's why the feud ends. We know why it ended now. Okay, There's a definitive reason. Probably like, Meh. Uh, nice administrative um, stuff. Everyone loves admin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to give it a, a cautious yes. I think done well, it would be really good. But I think if they did it badly. It could be really like laughable, Forgetting they are really shambolic. <laughs> yeah, because they don't really. They haven't got have a clue that. about the, the European transfer window and going. They do up. trades in American sports. There's always trades. I mean, we did sign Mickey Alvaron from uh, bloody Atlanta. So yeah, I like. I, I give it gets a resounding yes from me. Oh, Ooh, I, uh, I nice. very much enjoy it. Well, we're two for two, three for two for two. It's me next, isn't it? Damn it! Yes. Oh no. Um, right. Well, you I'm just gonna curse yourself there. I know. I'm gonna introduce a one. I'm gonna go more the American side of like sports shenanigans rather than you've gone for more like the European style I reckon um, the better way punch the mic punch my mic now <laughs> yeah three like for three Tyson on mic Fury punches. on Raw oh. no that would be more like he learned from Shane McMahon um, <laughs> I'm gonna go for the American style of things because um, I'm not a massive know it all about American sports but I like NBA and I do loosely follow the NFL and I, I enjoy the drafts I've never watched one live but I enjoy how overblown it is and all the hype and that and all these young teenagers turning up in suits with their families and stuff. Teenagers is for the come from straight from high school. Thousands of others nationwide who are waiting to hear their names called out with all of their family around yeah. them, and it never. Sometimes happens. it doesn't. It's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but I think what they need to do is have two because we've got two shows. We've got SmackDown and Raw, and both shows have like a draft area. Maybe in a nearby building. Are you talking maybe. like? Are you talking like a Eurovision style like points, tables. points room? No, well, no, not like a green <laughs> room. More like when there's a draft in one of the big American sports, and they got like that, like a conference room with tables yeah. and that. I like. I just want that, just because then when someone comes up and announces the draft or whatever, that would happen in the live arena for the crowd. Yeah. But then it would cut to that room, and then they'd make their way to the arena and come out. On so you're stage. thinking yeah. about when Triple H was drafted away from Evolution, and the Undertaker lost his bananas. The oh, a little bit like that. And then oh, you see reactions, yeah. and you see he just kicks a bin over and then yeah. walks out, doesn't it? <laughs> People are all potentially suited up. I don't know, but but you've got like reaction shots when they stand up and stuff, and then. Also, towards the end of the night, maybe between two people who weren't... Maybe it gets down to like someone who's so determined to be drafted, 
but he doesn't, and someone else gets drafted instead. And they just have just an excuse for a brawl, falling over these tables, knocking drinks over, glasses of champagne are going everywhere. They kind of did this for the 2016 draft, but for the people at the performance center, oh. everyone was sat down. But it wasn't because you know how in this oh, era, was real. this era of wrestling, where it was like, oh, congratulations, I'm honored to be here. That that era, yeah. we're in that era. Nobody went like kayfabe. I was like, oh, I'm so happy for yeah. you. Well done. <laughs> yeah. E- are we gonna get uh, like the first draft pick getting a like a raw jersey or a SmackDown a jersey cap. and a big handshake? De- a cap, definitely yeah. a cap. A raw, a big like one of them big pointer yeah. like, fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lesnar just like, <laughs> SmackDown's first pick. How are they gonna decide who gets the first pick? Flip a coin. No, then there should be like a match or something, shouldn't there, for the first pick? I guess. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes, that's my pitch. Sort of a draft area set up, big overblown, and then a brawl at the end to knock over a few tables and chairs and stuff. Yeah, if everyone's in the kayfabe and like acting oh, like yes. their character oh, would kayfabe. react, yeah, definitely. Mm. Not like the NXT one, even though I guess that was real, as you say. That was them not knowing, oh, I'm on the main roster now. Yeah. Your career's over. Mm. <laughs> it gets a yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> completely blanked out there. Uh, yeah, it gets a yes from me. As long as we get the jersey and the foam finger and the, yeah, the of course. cap. And I was thinking maybe as well, but the problem is it's over two shows. If it was only one show, it'd be interesting if you just sort of sat them down somewhere so that at the end of the show oh, you had yeah. both rosters sort of maybe either side of the ramp or wherever the hell they are but you sort of end the show with yeah. both sets of like wrestlers. pop idol yeah yeah oh well that's still i mean pop idol x factor <laughs> i'm so old hey, and then the break out the song like that commercial for the royal rumble was it 2005 or 2006 oh, when they did uh, ready side, for west a side story on, yeah. the, on the subway yeah all right have a performance of west side story Right, well, we're three. <laughs> like next pitch, that was that. it, yeah, that was it. Um, we're three for three, which means I think it's conclusive evidence that we're all excellent at pitching this draft. And yeah. WWE should take all of our advice. We are the best. Yes. Now, Sam, can you continue this run of good form? What is your second pick? So, my second pick is new GMs revealed, but there's a bit more to it than just here's two new GMs. Okay. So, um,. No McMahons at all. I think we should have new general managers for each brand and to make things more official feeling, uh, I think they should be either completely new characters that we've never met before, maybe introduced as representatives from the network, uh, or uh, an absolute push, maybe a couple of WWE legends. But uh, they need to be more of an office role. They've got to be more like Jack Tunney. So whenever you go to them, they're sat behind a desk in Stamford. They are like working away tirelessly. They're not opening every show. They're not at the shows. If they're at the shows, something really serious has happened. Use like Regal is on NXT. Yeah. Yeah, You know when you hear Regal's music on NXT, something something bad's happened. Yeah. His music's Um, great for that as well. Oh, no. (laughs) If you have them turn up when something huge happens or if there's a massive announcement, it makes them feel more special. It gets a bit more focus on the in ring stuff. And I think you can have some assistance for them so maybe have a couple of people from the rosters that act as their like intermediaries yeah uh, but again they're not used in that way they're sort of backstage and in backstage segments but they're not out there opening the show every week they're not out there mm. you know making it all about them unless of course the storyline warrants it please no more heel authority storylines what yeah. do you guys think yeah yeah, I'm all on board. This is the thing, the, in, the really intriguing thing about this draft with it being network warfare in the advert yeah. is who is going to make the matches because we've been conditioned. We're Pavlov dogs as wrestling fans. We're stupid like dogs. Dogs aren't stupid. Dogs are lovely. I've lost my track of thought. Anyway, we've dogs. been conditioned <laughs> over the past 20, 
God knows how long, 20 whatever years, that uh, we need an authority figure to book these wrestling matches and tell the superstars where they're going wrong and what they're doing right and all that malarkey. So if they don't have them, how does how do things happen? I think you bring back a commissioner. And I like the idea of the network. Like, I'd like the idea of the new executives, like yeah. a brand new character, never seen before. Not like that blonde guy in the mid-2000s. They, saw, they did was it with, was it the Brad Maddox guy. they brought in that nobody the, on really, Smackdown. he was brand new, they wasn't had the, he? They had the blonde guy on SmackDown who was the network fella. Oh. He had the glasses. Yeah, uh, Palmer. Sorry, yeah, Palmer. Palmer yeah. yeah, not don't be like him. Be a bit more entertaining, but be a network executive. And like, yeah. be what you want like, is yeah. more like the lad from ITV's World of Sport reboot, uh, Mister Beasley. 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 Yeah. 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 Was he just for one night? Is he just uh, the New Year? Yeah, because it? it was Barrett. It was Mister Beasley, oh, and he was like, no, because he was like, for the first time ever, we're going to have. Yorkshire puddings. A battle royale match. <laughs> <laughs> he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so is it a yes or a, a yeah? New, yes. new, never seen before people, network executives. That's the role they're only used like once every month, maybe mm, yeah. on average. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes as well because it really has been so like for so long now. Authority figures haven't just dominated the shows, but often have, have like taken away from it as well. They've, yeah. had a, they've had a negative impact, not just an oversaturated impact. And it's just, and this recent Shane stuff has just taken it to the absolute brink. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, if it wasn't, if, if they were to pick existing figures in wrestling, like not not Ross's theory, but if they were to go with people we're already familiar with, have you got anyone in mind who you particularly like? Uh, so? As much as I know he's supposed to be being a stay-at-home dad, I think Edge would be big. Yeah, that's um, a really good show. Because he's such a fan favorite, but he's also got a bit of a like a, a healy he's side a to rascal. him as well. So like, you've got that sort of he can play both roles very well. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's favorite in the world, Hulk Hogan. No, no um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I haven't really given it much thought as to who it could be because I was so transfixed with it being two brand new yeah, people. Fair but enough. yeah, I think if you bring back Edge and somebody of that ilk. Um, Edge maybe, maybe Smackdown. Smackdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Edge would be Smackdown. Edge would be Smackdown. It's a perfect fit, isn't it? Yeah. Then Matt Hardy is Rawls. <laughs> just... Then Lita in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, whoever they are, as I said, you just sort of have that, you know, you cut to them whenever they're announcing a pay-per-view or, like, a main event for something. Mm. Uh, I'd like the idea, as we've just touched on there, of, like, a commissioner, because, you know, it's it makes sense there's somebody backstage who is getting really stressed out. People are coming to them for matches uh, and they're having to keep track of everybody's wins and losses and, well, actually, no, it's his turn next. Right. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Right, yeah. well, we're, it's it's still a 100% record, which has made me realise that the the sort of the weak link in this sort of pitcher's team is Pachiti because it's never... We always rip on him when he's not here. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ross... And mine's the return of exclusive brand pay-per-views. Because oh. you've got a million, 12 million wrestlers. We don't need to see the best of both worlds. <laughs> and it's all here tonight. What's this song? This isn't the best of both worlds I thought you were going to go for. Did that advert they did <laughs> that? I thought you were going for Miley Cyrus. No, they did that advert a year or so ago, was it? When they brought you in always the count best. on you for like a sofa advert song or something no, really No, it was a WWE. All Carmella's there <laughs> dancing, Nia Jax is dancing, AJ Styles is... We are the bear to bring the fire. We got a bear to bear. What was it for? It was to, for brand exclusive pay per views going, and then the, just having the best, uh, well, the best of both brands on each pay per view each month. But scrap that bollocks. <laughs> You've got a million wrestlers. Have you're gonna have exclusive rosters of at least five hundred on Raw and SmackDown Live, or Friday Night SmackDown. So have half the year 
given to SmackDown, half the year, given to Raw. In that the... way as well. Raw doesn't get a pay-per-view for six months. <laughs> Alternate. <laughs> yeah. Don't take this literally. We'll have to spell it out for them, Sam. They're not very clever, these <laughs> WWE. Oh, no, the oh. WWE people, not the, oh, I was gonna say. not the people watching. I was going to say, We know Ross. the WWE steal our Write ideas. your own death warrant. <laughs> Shane McMahon's all my idea. We know I can't afford wrong. to lose my husband. <laughs> Which idea did he steal from you? Shane McMahon. Where'd you, I've had three or four they've taken. Neville was a Geordie King. <laughs> That was one. <laughs> that was definitely, yeah. yeah. Anyway, give half alternates, you know, have well, Armageddon. I've forgotten all the names of the pay-per-views, you know what I mean? But the big Vengeance. five the big five is where the best of both worlds <laughs> happens. And you have the top feuds from Raw and the top yeah. feuds from Friday Night Smackdown. That's your top five. No filler on a top five pay-per-view. All the big stuff, bangs and whistles. But yeah, return of exclusive pay-per-view. Um- I'm I like I, I'm always quite a fan of exclusive pay per views. So I, I think it does. I, I, everyone seems to get sick of it after a while, but I like Armageddon how, always raw. Yeah, bring back Armageddon. Judgment Day was often SmackDown. Yeah, and bash at the beach. Give us a nice bus. breather. Give us a nice breather. Just that's what I was good. Well, know. that was the point. I, I think I'm going to go for a yes, but the problem is, I'm assuming you don't want two pay per views a month. You just want no one. one yeah, but, so, yeah. And I agree with that, but the problem is then. You've got a big gap between, say, like two raw ones. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? Actually, it might be. I a think good it's a good thing, thing because good it means thing, you can yeah. have more mid card, mid uh, mid card storylines blow off. This is the thing. Yeah. You've got a million wrestlers. These like the fiend should not have been on as many raws doing the same thing over yeah. and over again as he has. Yeah. See him once a month. That's all you need from the fiend. And everyone the same. It's these creative. You've got creative teams have storylines that bleed over from show to show. It does seem quite simple, but it is really hard. I understand that, but they don't do it very well. <laughs> it's a yes for me. I think it'll it'll allow for more TV storylines, and that's what I I find as we go on in life and we watch more and more WWE. It just seems to bubble up at pay per views, and then it's the same stuff every week. And it's, feuds are now just a series of matches, and they have been for a few years now, and it's inferior. At least with Lana and Bobby Lashley, TV do- matches. Give me back some like. Wait. I mean, at least with Lana and Bobby Lashley, they're doing something that is resembling a storyline. It's not yeah. just a yeah. series of matches. I know it's that everyone's taste. Plus, we all it's ask a- for the Attitude Era back, and this sort of stuff was right back be- then. Yeah, it was, to be fair. But it's better than, say, like, to give a recent example, Natalia and Lacey Evans. Nine, I think it's that was their ninth or eighth match last night as well, Satya. Oh, sorry, I'm raw this week. And there's only been... The story, I guess, has been Lacey stealing the sharpshooter. The custody of the sharpshooter. It's just gone from... Is it's she going to go after match, the Rock? Match, match, match. There's it was no Cor- reason. Do you remember in 2016, <laughs> this will always stick in my mind, the Corbin and Ziggler feud, which went on for a million matches, and during that storyline, there was no actual storyline. They were just having matches. <laughs> because one of them was a good lad, and one of them was a bad lad. Uh, no, yeah, I agree then. Yes. Yeah. Yes from me as well. It's a yes from it's me. It's all just oh. down to the use of talent, isn't it? They don't have to, don't, the balance the problem is, is wrong. As, uh, but as your roster grows, it's going to become more and more difficult. No matter how you pace it, it's going to become more and more difficult until they announce a fourth brand, at which point, you know, I, I genuinely don't think we're very far off. Maybe five years off that, maybe. Whoa. If it keeps growing. Because think about it, they're going to have like 300, 400 what do you wrestlers. Mean? They've already soon. got one. <laughs> NXT UK. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Collins for champion. Uh, it's my. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's my pick now, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So my third, my, no, my second uh, pitch is, um, I think it's it's more of a specific one. It's less, so far we've just been doing kind of big abstract ideas, but this one's a specific one involving actual wrestlers with names. So I'm going to say Ooh. that, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to say that often we've seen drafts be used to break up tag teams and, and it hasn't really benefited either party like the Dudleys. Uh, but I think that in this draft, it should be used to reunite a team that we haven't, that we, that we have seen before, but the breakup did nothing for them. So I want to see Alistair Black and Ricochet back on the same brand. Don't know, I don't really mind which one it is. Uh, maybe Raw, I guess, but I don't really care. I just want to see them back together because I thought they were a really promising tag team. They were having great matches. I don't think they ever won the big one. They never won a, tag, a, a set of tag titles. And most importantly of all as well, I was desperate for them eventually to, to break up and feud because I think that they could have an excellent feud and some really high-caliber matches on pay-per-view with maybe... You don't even need stipulations. You could just have an excellent match between the two of them. So I, I really want to see them back together for two reasons. One, because they're a great tag team. And two, to have an eventual feud when they break up. So yeah, that's my that's my pitch. The one thing about that tag team was, for me, it just never made sense, which is why I thought they were desperate to split them up because you had big, dirty goth lad and superhero. Okay. And he just didn't. It was just like, put them together. They didn't um, really explain it, yeah. Uh, but they, but one is the day. And one is the night. <laughs> one fights for all of the people that have regular jobs, blue-collar workers and that, and the other one's Ricochet. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, given the fact that there wasn't anything really going into it story-wise between them, it, they were an amazing tag team. They put on great matches, and I would very much like to see them feud. Um, but, yeah, we just got to sort of sit through another few weeks or a couple of months of just, like, doesn't make sense, but they're still a team. But I think once you eventually split them, as you said, there'll be some unreal matches. I I do think that that weren't they weren't they originally a, like a loose team on NXT? They've been forced into an yeah. alliance together, and then they were a victim of that time when Vince just went, "Let's call up four of them now." Yeah, and Triple H revealed them at the start of the show. Yeah, yeah, it and like, it was like they had got so tonight we got these and, guys. <laughs> yeah, so I think then and then from that moment on, it was like now they're a tag team. There you go, and it was like. Yeah, I do. I do see what you mean, Ross. It's a big fat no for me, Jack. Bloody hell! A Ooh. big fat Whoa. no. A big fat no. Why? Ooh. Just because one main reason, and that is Alistair Black is the perfect f- f- remedy oh. rival for the fiend, isn't he? He's yeah. the guy, isn't he? To try, 
It's the the Coldy. What's he stand for? That malarkey. That you know what I mean. He fights for the blue collar worker. Do you listen to Michael Cole? <laughs> so people, milkmen, builders. He's going to Alistair Black's all what, about them. What? I'm not sure if I'm right here. What's Van Helsing? It's that, Van Helsing yeah. is like a. Uh, he was a monster hunter. Yeah, he's like that, isn't yeah, he? Alistair Black. Yeah, was he dark and gothy? Uh, well, Alistair Black's a... more like like black magic and and occult and Alistair yeah, Crowley. But he, and... Paul Daniels. Yeah, he's Paul Daniels, <laughs> heading off to. <laughs> <laughs> to make various ping pong balls appear, but yeah, the he, cups he could sort of take on that Van Helsing style role very well. Like the only thing that can bring him down is, is, this, is, is this, somebody that understands yeah. the sort of dark art. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's a, that's a feud that needs to stretch years. Alistair Black. Yes. They I know just I'm see each other, other a bit too much. see each other in a rumble four years from now, <laughs> and it's just like, you, and the crowd goes mental. Just vignettes of him trying to travel into hell to find him and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a fair... And also, yeah, it, it, I think this, this nearly made the cut for one of my pitches, but the tag teams in general just need massive work. I want one division, just one tag team, for the men this is, and the women, just one division side by side, split between both rosters. Okay. Because there's just not enough tag teams... In either division, mm. to have three divisions, is there? Not really. But that's but not they've one got of my all pitches. those belts, Ross. They're not just going to get rid of all those belts. They, they should do though. Do the right thing. Um, the thing I want. What would was yours as a yes or a no in the end? Or you, you hadn't decided yet. <sighs> I, I was going to say yes, oh, but because no. of what Ross has said, oh. it makes perfect sense. I agree with you as well on that. It does. It's a team that doesn't really. There's no real connection there. Yeah, I know that they're a bit of yin and yang, but, the, but like the, the connection did develop, and it became like a weird fan favorite. Like, oh, it doesn't work, but screw it, this is amazing. Uh, or it shouldn't work, but it does more. Like that was sort of they like they would the... sit down in unison. Yeah, that it was, was great. Popped everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Uh, but yeah, I think Alistair Black is. In fact, is, no uh... bollocks. A tag team that likes a good sit down. It's a tag team I can relate to. You fan of Orange Cassidy? Oh yes. Yeah, fair enough. Love, yeah. Well, that's a fair reason, I guess, for turning it down. Now on to now on your final one. Yes, last and it's, it's a long one, so buckle right. up. Okay. So, uh, this deals with uh, you, you strapping in. I've strapped it. Or strapping on. Um, it, this rocket all... strap me, daddy. I don't know where that came from. Rest in peace, and see pot of awesomeness, as we know it. Oh yeah, he's yeah. left. It's just Christian's pot of awesomeness. Yeah. But anyway, this concerns <laughs> uh, the folding uh, of two hundred five live into the wider roster using the draft as like a launching point. Okay. Uh, so the draft arrives and 205 Live is announced as cancelled again this week. That's part of the basis. Uh, and then only one member of the 205 Live roster is drafted and it's Drake Maverick. How many notes have you got? To NXT, it goes on. <laughs> oh uh, my God. He drafted to NXT. So um, sorry, only one member's drafted. I would, like a, dramatic, I would like a dramatic reading of this note. All right, now. okay. So arms involved in everything. Uh, it's confusing. The rest of the roster start airing their grievances on Twitter in quite a shooty manner. Oh. Uh, and then certain guys, as it goes on, and there's just weeks without 205 Live, certain guys just sh start showing up on indies. Oh. And then WWE issues suspensions through the site, like suspensions through the site, um, telling these guys, like, well, telling the public that they shouldn't have done what they did. Um, and then eventually Drake Maverick's revealed on NXT and it's Regal that reveals him and he's sort of getting blamed for being an absentee GM uh, and he's sort of one of the big reasons 205 Live's had to fold uh, because he's focusing too much on the 24-7 belt. Regal doesn't like this because like he takes his job very seriously yeah. and Maverick obviously doesn't. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, he's going to be Regal's bitch um, and they're going to going to sort of have Drake Maverick do whatever they want. Uh, and sort of like a tough love type thing, but they they want him to sort of publicly 
address this and say, you know, he's here in NXT to do this because he was such a failure in 205 and he snaps in the middle of the ring with Triple H and Regal and just, nah, I quit, walks out. Just before you carry on, this needs to happen with Regal going on Twitter and saying, how Drake, I'll meet you at this this location and we'll have a scrap, young man. There's a lot of shitty Twitter stuff that can happen throughout this. I love Regal's tweets Um, to people. So... He he leaves uh, and then he starts shooting on Twitter uh, and then this is Drake Maverick yeah, yeah. and then uh, NXT just carries on and carries on and carries on and then eventually one week there is a title match in the main event uh, and then halfway through the match uh, you see essentially uh, security from ringside start rushing to the back and the guys in the ring are sort of like what's going on everything starts to slow down and get a bit weird and then we cut to a live feed camera in the back and loads of people are getting jumped and then security are sort of barreled down the ramp back toward the ring and it's the 205 live roster and Drake Maverick is the final one behind them leading them out Um, wait they're back on side with him now so yeah they're basically he because he's told them to stick it yeah, but he's told them to oh. stick it, so they're all basically he's they're sticking here, up for two or five. And yeah, they're, right, they're now right, taking right. over. So two o five, they lay out the champ and challenger, start trashing full sale, Nexus style. Uh, Maverick essentially announces that two o five isn't going anywhere. Uh, WWE have tried to suppress them. They're being the butt of the joke and all that stuff, and they demand to be taken seriously. And then page two, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all fine for a little bit, and then Gulak slowly turns on Maverick, uh, and then Maverick eventually goes up against Gulak because Gulak goes a bit too far. Uh, he then leads like a group of face 205 Live guys to sort of go up against Gulak's team, uh, and then you get sort of NXT oh, and 205 face s- guys. I thought you were going to say that Gulak defects to NXT because it's the more prestigious, and he, he likes a bit of that. Possibly. Yeah, but, but either way. Yeah, you got uh, NXT and 205 faces and Gulak's uh, heel squad going at it, probably yeah. at like a War Games. Uh, or you can have Gulak versus the champion an NXT for a winner takes all. Uh, the you then have uh, yeah like two oh five eventually gets toppled. The NXT champion wins the cruiserweight belt. It's then vacated, and then that's how you bring in a newly designed cruiserweight title. Okay, there's then a big tournament. Drake Maverick is sort of because he turned face again, like he's won the respect back of his peers. He's sent off up to like Raw or SmackDown to become one of the assistants okay. to the GM. So it ties into my original idea, uh, and then you have sort of the worst offenders. Uh, not Gulak, but the other sort of worst offenders, people like Arya Davari and that, they get kicked off into oh. other brands. And then you've sort of split them all nice and evenly across three different brands. Right. Uh, and then you eventually have, you know, probably Gulak go on and win the title in a big tournament. I like it. Well, so, really, yeah. So was really big, good. comprehensive. Well done. Very comprehensive. It was really nice. You know, you say Regal's bl- blaming Maverick for the demise of 205 Live. Yes. What do these renegades blame for the demise of 205 mm. Live? Uh, WWE overlooking them. Oh. So WWE doing things like cancelling their show. On the big Fox debut, they cancelled their show. Mm. Uh, they've cancelled it week on week, and they just sort of forgot about them. Um, and the whole idea is it's sort of a rogue band of wrestlers against WWE. I like it, and I'm probably going to give it a yes, but my one thing is that it sounds like a big like time-consuming things so would oh, there yeah. still be other nxt storylines going on as well hopefully yeah i think right so. okay because yeah, i really don't want to lose five live until, roster yeah. including the guys that are already nxt contracted who would end up being maverick's good 205 guys like yeah. Roberto carrillo and that um Lindsay. they sort of yeah like Lindsay not, not Lindsay, that. Yeah. but you you'd sort of have them all doing all that stuff and you'd still have some nxt stuff going on and right yeah yeah it's a yes from me and well done 
Thank you. For showing your work in as well. Yeah, well, done yeah. extra points in the exam, innit? For showing your work in. <laughs> so I've got to say yes. With added points. Wonderful. Something. Is your final point ridiculous? Nope. Oh, I was going to oh. say. Well, uh, well, it's ridiculous. It's founded from ridiculousness. Because for some reason, NXT is not involved. So my third pitch for, is for NXT to be involved. And I realize that's a, a very dangerous thing because traditionally, people going from NXT to the main roster flounder. So I want to keep NXT as it is, the basis of that roster at the top level. Nobody gets promoted, but people go there. People like EC3. Mm, people yeah. like of that ilk who just aren't being... And who knows, this might change with the exclusive rosters thing that, you know, there's, there's more time being shared between less people. The wild card rule not being a thing, so it might change for EC3, but I don't think it will, because for whatever reason he's done something, which means that whoever's putting the shows together doesn't like the man and likes to make him look foolish. But NXT be part of this draft because it's now it is a third brand. It's on the USA Network. What if it was Jeremy Borash all along? <laughs> oh, get Borash involved. Make Borash a ring announcer. That's my thought. Yeah, I love Borash, man. He's in the board. ENC's Pod of Awesomeness was talked about, had a one with Borash, and him and Christian just talked about their top five boy bands, and it was an enthralling discussion. Oh, my God. An enthralling discussion. <laughs> Edge then got involved, and I think Edge, I was driving at the time, I can't quite remember, he suggested the Beatles. There's a boy band. Oh, and he was yeah, like, yeah, listen yeah, to them, right. they're a boy band. And I was like, oh, They were yeah. like the boy band of their day, weren't they, yeah, the Beatles? Yeah. We're doing it as well. We're starting to turn into... Yeah, yeah. Sam, boy bands? Huh? Boy bands? What, my favourite boy bands? Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, five, obviously. Five got it. Let me yeah. get down. Nah, not one of mine. What? Whoa! Whoa. Backstreet Keep Boys. on moving, mate. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, yeah. A one. Okay. You're gonna say Boyzone? No. Take that had some longevity, didn't they? They did, but Gary Baller didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they make it, if they make it illegal, people will stop doing it. West Life. Nah. Oh! Nah. That's the end of the discussion. I've got to, I've got, you can't I've got have to, your best boy bands and not have Westlife. I've got to agree with the Westlife shout. When you're looking at like that, it's an absolutely fantastic where, Yeah, that's like really. the only one. No. no. Seasons where's, in the sun. Where does Blue rank for people? Um, Blue's in the... Blue might be sixth on mine. Blue... Uh, one Love's a great song. No? It's not, <laughs> NXT. Uh, not the Bob Marley One Love, the Blue yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One Love. Uh, for, for the mother's, mother's pride. Child. One Love. For the times we cried. NXT. <laughs> NXT to be part of the draft because it's not nothing. That's a disgrace since it's, it's officially the third brand now. We've just lost on, everybody, on by the, the way. We've all got to say Jonas Brothers. Everyone all the younger oh, kids. No. Jonas Brothers. Find that, that those lads. What are they called? Hanson. No, it's like B, <laughs> B3, is it? E3. B3. Oh, what? what EC3. The big, the, there's, there's thousands of them. Oh, oh, BS. So solid crew. BS. Is it BSS? BST. BST. B BST. Those lads. Oh, the ones that take yeah. the break. K-pop, right? Yeah, yeah, right. That, yeah, they're just, in. yeah, K, yeah, K-pop. What are the boy Everybody bands around like? at the minute? There's not many. One Direction. Oh no, they broke up. Obviously. Um, Crap. Anyway. Oh no, One Direction had some good songs. Like, got it. three of them can sing, two of them can't. Um. <laughs> but NXT to be part of the draft on Friday and Monday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But keeping people in NXT already in NXT, yeah, keep yeah. them there. Just send people down there, well, over there who uh Is it across, Ross? Across. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cross I, the bow. It's an easy yes from me. Yes. Sam? Yeah. One love for the city streets. One love for the hip-hop beats. Blazing Squad. Else, Blazing Squad. No, they can go away. I asked to be part of Blazing Squad on Twitter once and they told me to go away. <laughs> oh, they told you to go away. I yeah. reckon you could, you could join Scooter. They're not boy bands. No, I know, but you could you could join you could join Scooter. 
Okay, I would love, I would love to be part of Scooter. <laughs> so solid crew. <coughs> you hook, hook me up, Harvey. <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> and the twins. There was twins in So Solid Crew. That really? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a rap together where they did like interlocking. Like, I don't, I don't know one, too much two. about So Solid Crew. Okay. 21 seconds. T- 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 right, it's, um, it's mine. I've got one left. Uh, there's one left on the video as well. Sad times. Uh, mine is going to be kind of a... Like, do you remember the... Was it the last draft or the one before or something? Like in 2016, I think, or 17. Heath Slater got over because no one wanted him. And then he yeah. got chucked against <clears throat> Rhino and then they ended up tagging and then they won the tag belts on SmackDown eventually. And it, it made Heath Slater for a while go from, like, doing absolutely nothing to actually being a champion and being something really entertaining on the roster. So I think that the draft's not only a good excuse to elevate people who are already quite high in the card, but also people who are quite low. And I'd like to see, you mentioned before, like maybe EC3, uh, where he's, in fact, he'd be the perfect person for it because his very personality would work. Like, say on the first night of the draft on SmackDown, EC3 turns up all like in a limo and he's all covered in like gold and all that. And he thinks he's going to be, he's like, I'm going to be the top five draft pick or whatever. I'm going to be taken easily uh, very early on. And then no one takes him and he's just sat there getting more and more humiliated as more and more picks get taken. And then on the second night, he's like last and he kicks off and and then it eventually it leads to him getting over somehow. I haven't really thought of the ending. You could turn a mega heel. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or for sympathy as well. Either or. Um, but yeah, maybe he gets really annoyed and beats up like Vince. An old person. I was gonna say just yeah. any any elderly person, yeah. And that's why he's son or it doesn't have to be E C three. My other my other pitch for this was MVP, a returning MVP. Because he's <laughs> his gimmick, he'll think like I'm going to get picked. One, two, you hear the clock ticking. I'm, I'm coming. coming. <laughs> Nobody can stop. It's going to get clipped, isn't it, on Twitter, that? Just I'm coming. Him. I'm coming. Um, <laughs> but no, with EC3, I think, as well. I think that would work especially well. But it could be with anyone. That's that's my final pitch. I'm on board as long as there's plenty of references to Bobby the Brain Heena on the first roll. Dressing as a disguise. Well, he disguised himself. Any way trying to get in to a yeah. brand. They show up on every single show. Yeah. A different way to try and get signed each time. Hilarity is hard for months, years, decades. Yeah. I very much enjoy it. I like the idea of somebody sitting and waiting and waiting and getting more and more humiliated. Basically because they realize you horrible how... Man. No, but they sort of <laughs> humiliated by their own actions. Like they're sort of... Yeah. They realize how up themselves they've been. But right. At the end of the day, they're still not going to believe that, and they're going to turn and they're going to attack somebody and mm. lay somebody out with a chair and just you know. It's very Jericho. You, know, you put me last, like well, WCW. I'm going to show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, or when he did. Can the we get EC3 as own Ralphus? Yeah, of course. Um, let's have a think. Oh, Otis. No, not Otis. I, could, oh. play. I could play as Ralphus. Why not? Oh, you can't waste Otis like that. <laughs> you wouldn't waste him. Oh no! He'd just hop on on his rocket to the top. Well, get, get on board, Otis. Come on. Off we go. Turn on Tucker. Yeah, I don't know what Tucker's going to do. Um, right, well, that's... I mean, eight of the nine pitches got cleared. I'm really sorry for that, Ricky Alistair Blackwell. That's all right. Down. You should be yeah, offended. Right. <laughs> You'll do better next time, buddy. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for watching as well. Uh, we've been Jack Ross and Sam. Have you got anything to plug, respectively? When's this going out? Uh, today, I think, but I'm not sure. Oh, I've got a straight to hell this weekend. Oh. Um, well, there's... Yeah, there's this video. Uh, no, uh, there's, you can find me on Twitter at Less Defined. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Less underscore Defined. Um, I'll check the job. Uh, 
and at Jack G King ninety two, I think on Instagram. Ross, you might as well do it as well. At Ross on Rastlin on both Twitter and Instagram. And the straight to hell is with Alicia Ratoot. Oh, the Ooh, interview queen. The interview queen. Fair A-W enough. W series continues. How do you interview an interviewer? We'll find out. Check out Ross. Well, I'm going to find out what the, how to do it properly. Yeah, you are. I'm going to ask it directly. I'm going to say, Alicia, you're going to find out during this interview. I've got no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> what are your top tips for a successful interview? Fair enough. Hopefully I say it verbatim. It's just going to turn into a straight to hell with you, isn't it? <laughs> She's just going to take charge. I've done mine. It's on the channel already. <laughs> April Fool's, everyone. Thanks so much for watching, and uh, don't put forget to in. put your hands in the middle. Oh, uh, I, I thought it was a joke. It's I, a podcast, I, was just going, I know, one. but I was just going for it anyway because I couldn't think of a sign-off. Oh, Join us. Tickle balls. Tickle balls. Thanks very much for watching, and let us know what you think in the comments section down below. You can follow Cultaholic on Twitter at Cultaholic, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cultaholic. If you enjoy what we do, then please do check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic, where you can pledge. And don't forget, of course, most importantly of all, to hit subscribe, and to join us. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.